The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Okay, so uh, we read the about Hanukkah <laughs> yesterday, okay, and um, he... The Ramam in Halakha Gimel and Perak Gimel says, let's just read about the Takana again. Because of this, meaning because of the war and the oil thing, uh, the Chachamim in that generation uh, decree or enacted uh, that the beginning, sorry, that the, the eight days beginning from the nights of the 25th of Kislev uh, should be days of Simcha and Halal, okay? Um, and that we should light candles in the evening on the entrances of the houses on each and every night of the eight nights. Now, um, just as a, as a PSA, so, you know, there's, there's mistakes in the diffus, right? There's, you know, in the bad editions of the Rama. Sometimes the mistakes are clearly like scribal errors, but sometimes they just make stuff up and add it. Okay. So this is an example in the Defus Ramams, it says, uh, you light the candles at night uh, on each of the eight nights, laharos ulagalos hanes, to demonstrate and reveal the miracle. Okay, and that's just something that is not written in any of the manuscripts of the Ramam. So I've heard, unfortunately, not, not that it's like, a, I mean, obviously the idea is true, but I've heard Shirin that like, like make the ichor of their shear into that line from the Rambam, and Ram just never wrote that line, you know? So it's not, it's not like it was on an old edition of the Rambam that he just, you know, erased, but whatever, okay. And then he says, These days are called Hanukkah, and they are prohibited to eulogize and have fasting on, like the days of Purim, and lighting candles on them is a rabbinic mitzvah like the reading of the Megillah. Okay, so... Um, you probably already have heard this idea, but um, what is the main mitzvah of Hanukkah? Halal. Okay, right. Which is going to be the presuming Nisa thing, right? So it's clear from the, it's somewhat clear from the Ramam, okay, because he says um, that um, that they decreed that they should be Yemei Simcha Halal, and then afterwards he mentions the candles, okay? But what other indications are there that Halal is the main mitzvah? Not just from the Ramam, but just from what you know. We do. <laughs> yeah, Yosef. It's, it's, sort of, it's a, itself a doristic concept, as in there, as in like it's not a rabbinic invention. It's a doristic concept, and we presume that things that are like built into the Torah at some level have more importance than things that okay. are made up. That's a good indication, and in fact, there's arguably it's not even a do rice. It's not just a do rice um, concept. It's actually a mitzvah do rice um, in um, in Korban Pesach. At least I don't know about according to Ari Shon, but like that that um, the Korban Pesach requires halal, you know, and that's not obviously not David and Malik's till him, but yeah, but that there's a kiyum do rice of of halal. Yeah, Chaim. Also, I mean, the Gemara that spells out ah. things that we uh, that we say oh, different Gemara. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, no, go ahead. No, no, no. you, you might, might be making a good point anyway. I, mean, I think that I, if I remember correctly, the Gemara that spells out the days where we say halal. Uh, does it say? Oh, no. 
I mean, I would hope it says Hanukkah. I think it says Hanukkah. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, right. But that that just uh, is going to put it um, on par with the other things. The other right. right. So one raya from the Rambam is what does the rest of the parak talk about? The whole rest of the parak Gimel is about Halal. Okay. And then Perik Dala talks about the Neros, right? And not only does that show that, the, so, so again, th- these are not hard rayas, but like when he's describing the Takana, he puts the Yemei Simcha Vahalal first. Then he says, and we light candles. Okay. But then the whole first Perik is devoted to the Halal. And then the candles come next. And not only that, but where else could the Ramam have codified Halal, like in the Mishnah Torah? Tefillah, right? That's that'd be one good place. This is where he talks about halal in general. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I should have made that clear. Yeah, no. So, so he could have put it in like in Zmanim in. Well, this is right? Right, but he could put it, let's say, like by Yom Tov. He could have put it by you know um, by for all we know by uh, Sukkah the Lulah because we yeah. say halal on every day of Sukkot, but we don't do it on you know. He could have put it in a number of other places. He puts it in Hilchos Hanukkah. Okay, but then perhaps the greatest raya. Is the Gemara, uh, which we did we read the Gemara about my Hanukkah? I know we referenced it, but did we read the whole thing? Let's read it anyway. Um, my Hanukkah, what is Hanukkah? The Tanur Banan was taught in a Brisa. This is on Shabbos Chaf Aleph Amud Beis. Bechav Hey Bekislev, you made the Hanukkah Tmanya Inun. The Lulumis Bebehon or the Lulhizanos Bebehon. So the, on the twenty fifth of Kislev, the days of Hanukkah are eight that you should not uh, eulogize on, or no, you should fast on them. Shikshenichnesu Yivanim Lehechal. When the Greeks went to the Hechal, Timu Kolashmanim Shbehechal. They they impurified all the oils in the Hechal. Ukashigavra Malchus Beis Chashmanai Venitzchum. And when the House, uh, the, the Malchus of Beis Kashmanai uh, uh, defeated them. They only found one jug of oil that was with the seal of the Kohen Gadol. And they could only light uh, one um, for one yom. Uh, a miracle was done and they lived from it for eight days. The next year they established them and made them into yom tovim with hala and hoda'a. Being Nothing about Neros. Okay, right. So the Brisa, which is the source, uh, and this is the source of Hanukkah in terms of of like the 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 main. There's no Mishnah about Hanukkah um, that has the mitzvahs in it. So this is the this is the thing. And Rashi there says you may hallel the Hoda lo shasurim b'malacha. Not that they're also b'malacha ella likros hallel v'lomar anis in the Hoda. That the, the the reason why the days were established is to read Hallel and to say Al-Hanisim in Hoda, which is in Modim and in Birkaz Mazan, right? So sounds like the essence of the day is Hallel. And then what I was trying to find, so there's somewhere I know that it's written up, and I think it's by Rav Shechter, that the Rav said something, which is one of these things that like I would ne- never dare to say um, without, uh, without evidence, uh, especially because this is someone contingent on history. The Rav said that they weren't masaking the mitzvah of Neros Hanukkah until after Hurban Bayasheni. Okay. In other words, that for, from the entire, for the whole 206 years from the uh, establishment of the holiday of Hanukkah until Hurban Bayasheni, it was just Hal and Hoda'ah, no mitzvah of Neros whatsoever. Now, before I call on Yosef, conceptually, there's a very good reason for that. 
they had the menorah, right? In other words, the whole thing of the of our Naros is to remind us of the the menorah in the base of Mikdash, and they had the actual menorah, you know. So there would be no; it, it would stand to reason that they wouldn't be misogyny. So I asked around online for anyone who can find this written in the rub. I got a lot of people saying that they heard it from their rub, heard it from the rub Balpe, but I haven't seen it in writing. And then I've I've been asking around if anyone has any um like uh, actual evidence, like from history. So he, he does mention, not he, Josephus does not mention candles, even though he calls it festival of lights, but he doesn't mention anything about lighting candles. So that would take it or leave it. Yeah, you'll say, what were you gonna say? Behold, they probably argued about how to light candles. Right, but when were they though? When were Beis Hill and Bishama? Like, wasn't Sunnah advice that they, stopped, they more or less stopped with the, like, there was a boss call, they just sort of all wrapped up and just really stopped playing after Quorum Bias? Wasn't that after Quorum uh, Maybe, I, I just don't know what, when, like, we, we they, were definitely, they were definitely in. They were definitely after, yeah, Beis Hill. Uh, let's just say Beis Hill. Um, not Congregation Beis Hill. <laughs> House of Hill and Shammai were in the first century okay so around a little after after that yeah so i, I don't know i don't know when this mock locus uh uh occurred uh, i'm not sure oh this uh, hill and shaman were first century i don't know i don't i don't even know how long base hill and shaman lasted i have no idea yeah so uh sorry okay so that that's just some background about the ton of hanukkah okay but here's the theory okay um the theory so this is i don't know what question i'm answering it's just a pattern i noticed and this is also methodology in the ramam which is that you know the ramam is assuming that you you're learning the whole book and he is, even though he borrows, um, you know, quotations from the main sources of Torch Pet, he definitely formulates stuff in his own way. So whenever you see linguistic parallels in the Mishnah Torah, then that should be noted. Okay, so you have here, I'm going to highlight several things here. Okay, we have here, I'm going to literally highlight, Babai Shani Kishamalhu Yavan. Okay, when uh, during the second base of when Greece ruled, Gazru Kazeos Aisrael, Ubitlulu Datam, Velohinihu Osam, Okay, so they didn't allow them. Oh, no, I hate it when it does this. Uh, I got to make it smaller. For some reason, it only does that when I make it too big. Um, and they did, they negated, they abolished their religion. And they didn't allow them to be involved in Torah and mitzvos. Okay. Okay, and then they abused their uh, their money and their their women, et cetera, et cetera. So then God uh, saved them, saved us. Okay, so there's that. And then Okay, so I was reading this one year and I noticed, huh, you have an evil Mahus that doesn't let them be involved in Torah mitzvos. Then God saves us and the Mahus comes back to Israel. What is that reminiscent of? Not Purim. That didn't happen in Purim. You know, please jump. Nope. Come back. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> the hint's going to give it away. Wait, what did you say? Uh, no. I'll give you a hint. It might not be in the past. <laughs> Mashiach. Okay, right. So if you look at the way the Ram talks about, <laughs> yeah, if you look at the way the Ram talks about Mashiach. Okay, in the first time he mentions Mashiach, which is in Hilkos Tshuva, chapter nine. Okay, so he talks about how. Um, you know, the brothel, we did this in uh, Tefillah two weeks ago, right? The brothel's on the Klalos um, in, uh, in what do you call, um, uh, throughout the Torah, are there to facilitate our involvement in Torah. Then he says, 
So that's why uh, all of the uh, Kal Yisrael, the Nevim and the Chachamim, desire the Yimos Mashiach. So that they would gain reprieve from an evil Machus that, that doesn't let Kal Yisrael be involved in Torah and Mitzvahs properly. And they will find tranquility so that they can increase in Chachma. In those days, then the, the knowledge and chachma and truth will become abundant. Shnemar, as it says, uh, the entire earth will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem. Uh, and no man will, um, what do you call it, uh, teach his fellow war, I think the rest of the Pasuk says. It says, I will remove the stone heart from your flesh. So because that king who will arise from the house of David will be a Baal Chachma Yeser Mishlomo, will be a wiser uh, uh, wiser than Shlomo, the Navi Godohu Karov Mi Moshe Rabbeinu. And he'll be a Navi that's close to Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, that's another Rama Machlogos. Rabbah holds that he's going to be a greater Navi than Moshe Rabbeinu because he holds that the miracle of Tchias and Mason is greater than any of the miracles of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. And he holds that the Mashiach is going to yeah, the timing of the of Tchias Mason going to the Ramam is, is not specified. Yeah, yeah right, right. Um, I, I don't remember the Rabak sheet about the timing. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I think he holds that. I can't remember. Uh, and therefore, they will teach the entire people and instruct them in Derech Hashem. And all the nations will come to uh, listen. I know the Rabbah holds that the Tchis Mesim is going to be part of what changes all people to acknowledge Hashem, mm-hmm. that everyone's going to see it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that in the end of days, then the, the um, base Hashem will be firmly on the mountain, uh, on the top of the mountain. And the ultimate good, which is uh, has no does not cease and is no diminishment, uh, is the life in the world to come. But Yemos Mashiach is this world, um, and the world operates according to its uh, its pattern, meaning everything's according to the laws of nature, except it's amazing. But the Mahus will return to Israel. The Chachamim said the only difference between this world and Yemos Mashiach is the subjugation to the foreign uh, king, uh, kingships. So my understanding of like what the significance of Hanukkah is, is Hanukkah is the, uh, so, uh, you know, Purim was a gula that exemplified, that, that led to like uh, Kabbalah Satorah Me'ahava, right? Like that's the Chazal about how, you know, God held the mountain over them. And then it wasn't until you made Morchai Esther that they accepted it out of love. Rebbe has a lot of shirim on that. In contrast, Hanukkah, I hold, is the paradigmatic uh, uh, Teshua. It's the it's the paradigmatic salvation because it mirrors what the ultimate salvation is going to be, which is evil Mahus not letting us be involved in Avodah Hashem. God saves us, and then the Mahus Israel returns. In the time of Hanukkah, it was incomplete, but in the time of of Hamelach Mashiach, then it's going to be complete. And that, I think that's also why there is a you know the, the, that's a basis for the Minhag of singing Mahus Sur. Because Ma'os Tour uh, talks about the 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 subjugations of the evil Machios, and then puts Hanukkah in there also, and then talks about the ultimate 
um, uh, restoration of Makos Yisrael in, in the future. And the hala, and then if you take this and you combine this with the shear in the um, in the kuntris, let me just see if I can find. Can you just grab me a Ramam sitter? It's just easier. It's much easier to find it there. Um, so uh, no, 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 down, right, right, down, 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 down. Sitter Ramam. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, thank you. Um, so the Rambams, thank you. Uh, so the Kuntras has a shear on Hala, which I haven't been through in many years, but he points out, uh, his theory is that the, is Halal is the, um, the theme of Halal is the, the political order of Mahus Hashem. Uh, that that's where it's about is it's about the transition, uh, from, you know, basically all in, uh, um, uh, Klaito and Mitzrayim, all the way to the culmination, which is in Yemus Mashiach. And the Rambam's Brach of Halal, uh, like, does, uh, this is not our Brach of Halal, but the Rambam's Brach of Halal concludes with Baruch Atah Hashem, Hakel HaMelech HaMahulo HaMashubach HaMaforachai V'Kayim Tamid Yimloch Lelam Va'ed. That he, the, the theme of the Bracha is Malchus Hashem. You know, so so it is fitting that the the Malchus and Hoda, sorry, the Halal and Hoda'a are the main themes of uh, of Halal. And then the only reason we care about the okay, this is a segment, not the only reason. The the what what who cares about the nace of the uh, of the shaman? I know there's a lot of answers given on this, but what's your uh, impression? I mean, yeah, it's cool and all, but like it was strictly speaking, also it's not necessary because they should be putter from uh, from you know lighting the menorah if like. You know, like, like there may there are many times in Jewish history. In fact, arguably, all other times in Jewish history, God doesn't do miracles to help us keep mitzvos, right? I mean, like most, like the Ram says in uh, in the Yisodei Torah that all the miracles in the midbar were done um, for a uh, for a practical need. And what's the reason why the Jews didn't do mila in the entire midbar? Because sakana. Or didn't shouldn't God help them all do bris mila? No, I mean, he's not going to do that, you know? So like in gen- generally speaking, we don't have God doing mitz- uh, miracles to facilitate a CSM mitzvahs. Yeah. So you could say maybe the menorah was a little different just in the fact that it's a constant. Okay. Always. Okay. And like, I mean, the way like- I mean, so is the Corbin Tamid, but God let that go. Uh, okay. well, I it's called the Corbin Tamid. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, go ahead though. Go ahead. Yeah. Something about it. Yeah. I mean, in order to- and they were supposed to uh, basically come to go out, right? They couldn't. It, well, it. Well, it did. For like, yeah, it did. It did go out, and they would just they would relight it. I mean, that was part of the mitzvah. Well, what? Oh, I mean, there's a gemara about it. But uh, it's, it's, what what would you be spoiling? Uh, uh, I don't know, like, go over here for the next couple weeks. Oh, fine. Possibly. Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, Yosef and then Oren, yeah. What about Hashem laying his day off? Right, but that was something that he did. Mm, not that's that's not necessary for the CS mitzvah. In fact, in Bayashane, he didn't do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh yeah, Oren. Uh, I don't know where I've heard this from, but I've heard that part of the idea of the nace is that without it, um, there's kind of a havamina that the whole you know rebellion situation was you know, a big mistake. Um, this is sort of like God's seal of approval. Okay. That's my, that's my personal theory. Again, I, I, I know there's a lot of theories is that there's really two things. First of all, the more I learned about the history of the whole, you know, Hashem and Warren and stuff like that, it was at the time you could imagine it being very unclear <laughs> what was good and what was bad. And also we have the uncomfortable fact 
that Kohanim took the kingship, right? And Kohanim were not supposed to be kings, you know? And so the question, and yet it was a very miraculous type of victory, but it wasn't open miracles. So there's a question of, so to speak, like, uh, like or saying like Havmina, a question of like, does this have the stamp of divine approval? And my understanding is that the nace in the, uh, in, with the Shemin was, was that sign that the Shekhinah is still with Klai Israel. Ah, like the Kongel stamp. Yeah, the, um, that, that it's a sign of approval that God uh, endorsed, or it was still, forget endorsing, that God, the Shekhinah is still with Klai Israel, you know, um, despite all of this stuff. And remember, you got to remember, the miracles that went on in Bayez Rishon were not in Bayez Shemin. So like having miracles in Bayashini was not a thing that was to be expected. So I think that is even more significant for that. Yeah, Yosef. says that uh, there's a miracle that space-time would stretch when the Jews would bow. Uh, there is a Mishnah that, that says that there was room for them to bow. Uh, and an interpret the common interpretation is that space time would stretch, but the Rambam uh, doesn't take it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is, I could just remembering this also. Yeah. Was it like something about rain? It's never raining like over the bath or just walking around town. Um, I don't know about that. I know that there's the thing about the wind never um, dispersed the, uh, the column. Yeah. I mean, there's the, the Asar and Nisim were done in the base of Mikdash, and there, that is a mission that lists them. That was all by his reshown. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that, that's just something to think about for Hanukkah. And if you can find evidence or refutations or developments of the theory along Hanukkah, that'd be nice. Cause uh, this is like, again, it's just like, like my little pet project that, uh, you know, like, like, you know, the more, more insights I find, like, for example, didn't we see Yosef in the thing that we were doing that didn't someone say um, that there is a cume of singing Hanukkah songs? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, which, uh, let me just look for it here. Uh, I think we found, uh, let's, oh, was it in McGillis Tynus? Uh, the tour, the Mordechai. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's in the, it's in the Ramah. Okay. The Darchem Moshe in Orchheim. So this is the Ramah, but in his commentary on the tour says, um, so we we're dealing with the question of whether there's a chiv of mishta and simcha on uh, on uh, on Hanukkah, but the jury's out on that right now. But then the Ramah says, which I don't know what that is. Suudas Hanukkah Rishus. Okay, it, it's optional to do Suudas Hanukkah. Vulkain Nogi Lomar Lomar Mizmorim Laharbos Bo Shvachos Kedeshi Suudas Mitzvah. So that there is a minhag from the Sefer, the Hagas minhagim, whatever that is, to sing Zmiros. To, yeah, that's the Lashon of uh, Lomar. Yeah, I mean, not to recite, like, you know, um, uh, to, to say Shvachos of God at the Suda to make it a Suda's mitzvah, which is its own question about what that exactly means. But yeah. Okay, so that's that's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be appropriate song, yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Just wait till I'm gone. <laughs> okay. All right. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in 
enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewash at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.